Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of Will You Accept This Rosa? Yes, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I am one of your hosts, uh, Carlos, along with my sister, who you just heard a few seconds ago, Raquel. Raquel, how are you? Don't. Don't do this. <laughs> it's a loaded question. Fuck you. <laughs> With everything that happened at the Capitol. And... We are in the middle of a pandemic. Then we have to go into my therapy Stop. sessions. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> I don't need to know anymore. You asked. Well, you know, I just wanted a simple answer of, I'm fantastic. Okay, so you want me to lie? Yes. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Anywho, well, we're here to break down the season premiere of Bachelor Season 25 with our newest Bachelor, Matt James. Mm. 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 <laughs> that man is yummy. He is fine. Um, but yeah, so we're going to break down the first episode, the limo entrances, and uh, the whole night. And um, Most of it's going to be highlights because there were way too many. The Way thing is, too many I literally moments. wrote notes for a majority of the limo entrances. No. Trust me, I kept them quick, though. No, I just did highlights. You did highlights. I kind of went a little more Because I'm not going to go into every girl that came out of that limo. Most no, of them were boring. I, I skipped a few. I saw, at, at certain points, I just put, like, montages. But anywho, yeah, we're going to break down this episode. And, um, yeah, so uh, Matt J. Well, well, hold on, Rico. Before we start, what were your overall thoughts on the episode? Do you want to start on that, or do we? I just mean, wanna... basic. It was a basic. It was a basic episode. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't anything over dramatic. Nothing uber special. Very basic. Better than Peter. Uh, definitely better than Peter. And I mean, I, of course, it's special in the way that it's the first um, black bachelor. Um, so that is special. But I mean, there wasn't anything that was like an omg moment if that makes sense really nothing yeah. was an omg moment i no. mean if you, um, if you want to make dildos an omg moment <laughs> then we can but well, i guess in my i'm glad that we were on the same wavelength okay. but i thought you might have gone with the prayer that wasn't an <laughs> omg moment though evidently to everybody else it was <sighs> i really like is it that's all right Anywho, well, yeah, well, we start the show with the cold open, and basically, uh, during it, it starts during the limo introductions, and a girl named Katie comes out and uh, greets Matt and says she brought something from home that has helped her through the pandemic. And she made it all sorts of emotional, too, like, it helped me through it so much. Uh, it's got me through the pandemic. She was like, it has been really hard with social distancing and being alone, and that this thing helped her a lot and was hoping she could pass the torch to him and she shows her vibrator abc getting more progressive every day god i don't know how i feel about it you were confused at first i was like wait wait well you thought that we started like mid-episode yeah because they just showed a random scene and we were like did we miss something but no, it was. They just wanted to give us a quick sneak peek. Yeah, but that was. Um, well, I mean, we'll get into it as the night goes on. But you know, I, listen, it, it's it was funny. It was funny when it happened. Um, but then she kind of kept the joke going, 
and it got really dumb. And it got kind of gross. Yes. <laughs> like I said, we're going to get into all that later yeah. on. But anyways, um, so this season of The Bachelor is set in Nem- Nemecolon. Is that how we say it? Nemecolon? Yeah, Nemecolon, uh, the Nemecolon Resort in Pennsylvania, which does have bach- Bachelor history in it, by the way, because that's where uh, JoJo sent Chad home. If you guys watched that season, fuck Chad. For real. Um, <laughs> Uh, and like you said at the top, Matt James is the first uh, black bachelor. Um, Which we fully support and we've been wanting for a long time. How um, how did you feel about his whole introduction package? Do you think they really like painted like a good, like a vivid picture of who Matt James was? I think so. I mean, because they went, they, because we haven't met him before in the bachelor universe mm-hmm. i guess you could call it the bachelor um, cinematic universe yeah yeah they had to <laughs> give us like the quickest crash course of what his life is mm-hmm. so like they did tell us that he's a real estate or matt told us that he's a real estate broker mm-hmm. he grew up in north carolina but he now lives in new york um new or york. new york city yeah new york city slash florida because he lives with yeah Tyler. And then he works with kids. I can't remember what it's ABC called. ABC Food Tours. That's what it is. And so he works with kids and he enjoys that a lot and they do show him working with them and it's the cutest thing of my life. Um, He talks about how his mom was white or is white. His dad is black but they split when he was young. Um, I relate. So he doesn't really remember what their relationship was like. I relate. <laughs> and then um, that was qu- pretty much it. Yeah, well, also, he was originally going to be on Claire's season of The Bachelorette, but because of... But then, of course, the pandemic hit, and then there was the whole um, racial justice protests over, you know, the killing of George Floyd yeah. and Breonna Taylor. And, then and just course, overall, you know, um, you know, just... The injustice, yeah, the injustice everywhere, yeah. not just with which of course cops obviously so we're society obviously society as a whole <laughs> we're obviously recording this after the events that occurred on January 6th yeah um this past Wednesday for us whenever it is that you're listening to it we're obviously recording this past this so the it's it, it's more it's a very relevant topic at this time but um yeah and basically um basically the I bachelor place, did yeah. <laughs> Basically, the Bachelor did get called out. Yeah, they got for call- yeah, they got only having one. Yeah, one one person, one black lead so far, yeah. and this was before Tasha, so it was only one black lead and lit- basically one person of color mm-hmm. lead because you can't count Juan Pablo because he's white passing. Well, he's yeah, he, he's Venezuelan, so like yeah, he's technically yeah he is hispanic but he he's white his appearance yeah right so Um, there was no and also calling out how the cast is usually not diverse at all very white yeah most part but again given their audience is also very white (laughs) right but they could also be more welcoming to people of color audience yeah so because, I mean, the whole reason why Mariella and I, I it's weird to say Mariella. Why did you say it like that? I don't that? know. But the whole reason why Mariella and I decided to um, start watching The Bachelor was because we wanted to see what the whole 
with the white folk yeah watching. what <laughs> what the whole rage it was about with everyone being like this is the show to watch for dating because we of course we never heard of it so mm. well we had heard of it but we just weren't interested in it right but then of course we watched it and we fell i don't want to say fell in love but we just liked the drama <laughs> Yeah, so, of course, Matt James was originally going to be the second um, uh, lead that was black, of course. And then we know what happened during Claire's season, and they brought Tasha, and so Tasha ended up becoming the second person. So, technically, Matt James is the third, but he's still the first Bachelor of Color. Right. Um, but, yeah, um... I mean, you pretty much nailed it. You know, you you pretty much went through his background. You didn't forget the fact that he did. He was a college athlete. He played college football at Wake Forest, and he had some a cup of coffee with NFL teams. Basically, nothing really crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, he is six five, and he's very tall mm-hmm. and handsome. Mm-hmm. Raquel, he's really handsome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, like, we get an introduction to Matt James. Um, we get to meet his mom. Yeah, and Raquel. his mom was wearing yeah, go, some go into her outfit. leather pants, Dude. which I 100% her support. Faux, her faux leather leggings they were, were fire. So cool. They made her look so hip. Yeah. She That's looked, hip. That's coral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what an upgrade this resort is compared to uh, La Quinta. Yeah. And, like, he does have a... He they like meet in his mansion, which is super super nice. Like it is a nice house. Yeah, they have him staying in a really nice place. Yeah, and they have a quick conversation him and his mom do, and he just talks about how he isn't looking for perfect in his relationship. Um, he he does say a perfect love story is your love story. No relationship is perfect. Ooh, there we go. So I so I think his I think the theme of this season is going to be looking for imperfect not perfect oh Raquel, that brings my hopes up for our girl who we're rooting for yeah but we'll <laughs> get there so. um so anyway so yeah so they have that conversation and then they go through like a whole montage of matt james just working out yeah and i mean he's got a killer bod enough said mm-hmm. um and him did you pay attention to anything he was actually saying or were you just mesmerized by this man's body? I mean, at that <laughs> point, I was just watching. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so then we see some shots of women traveling to the resort. Um, and then we get some uh, girl intro packages. Yeah. Um, so first we meet Alicia. She's 24, who is a pro ballerina from New York City. Which I 100% supported. Um, and she says Matt is tall, dark, and handsome, and that he's her type. She says that she works with kids like Matt and uh, teaches ballet to yeah. kids. She's a dance teacher. Um, I, I liked her. I, liked I mean, her. she was super sweet. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to lie, like, at, I have a like a weird thing with ballerinas that I'm just like, you are so athletic. Just the whole being on your toes Is it also because you tried me. being a ballerina at one point? Dad only lasted like a month, that and then Dad a... pulled us from classes. So let's not go there. We can talk about that <laughs> off air, because I do want to know more about this story, because all I remember is I was down the street in karate class. It was not that exciting, honestly, because it was only a month. Mariella, didn't you do ballet? Yeah. Interesting. 
But Mariella was more into the hippity hop. <laughs> yeah, she did jazz. She did jazz. Lame. Anyways, <laughs> next we uh so next up we meet Abigail. Abigail. She's twenty five from Portland. Um she was born completely deaf and she has a co cochlear. That's that's the word. Cochlear implant so she can hear. She says it's an awkward thing to bring it up on a first date. Um but she says she's excited to meet Matt and he seems very grounded, Raquel. Which I do have to give I don't want to give props to The Bachelor because now they're doing like the bare minimum. But when they diversified the cast, mm-hmm. they diversified. Yeah, yeah, they really like because we do have to say that the cast is very this is diverse. A very this diverse year. cast, and not only that, not and only now just they've included someone who disability. I don't like. I hate saying the word disability. It's a disability, but you know. But like so, like this isn't the first time they've had somebody with a disability on the franchise. They had one. Uh, I don't know her name. I didn't actually watch the season that she was on, but I know it. She was missing an arm. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know her name. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not that well versed. Yeah. I just like that they. But yeah, and not only that, she went for it. So gorgeous. Oh, and she's so sweet. She's so beautiful. She's so sweet. I want to like give a her a hug. Baby. Oh God. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, I swear if anyone hurts her, we are going down. <laughs> there will be riots. Oh God. <laughs> Worse than what we saw on Wednesday. Like it's so bad that I've become so attached to this. I know so quickly, already. but it's just like, but how she can was you not so root for sweet. Her? Oh. I mean, Raquel, let's hold off. I know. We're going to get into I her. Know. Um, so next is Kristen 27. She's an attorney from Jersey city, New Jersey. Nothing really interesting. She just likes going out, having some drinks. That was basically She likes, you know, she likes to let loose and listen to a Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion song. Which she has good taste in music. Yeah. Congrats. (laughs) Proud of you. Uh, Next, we meet meet Maggie. She's 32. Uh, She was born and raised in Ethiopia, but moved to the U.S. nine years ago and is a pharmacist. Yeah. She graduated from a university that we know yeah and she got her doctorate in pharmacy uh yeah she says matt has the most important qualities that she likes in a man she says she's super ready to be in love and to meet her future husband which i also like her i love her accent not only that she's gorgeous she is so pretty i love her hair dude oh my gosh man they're very beautiful oh yeah beautiful beautiful people yeah uh, next we meet Anna, 24, from Chicago, Illinois. Like, you don't know where Chicago is? <laughs> <laughs> she's a copywriter. She says she's a caffeine fiend. She says Matt is 1,000 on the hot scale. She seems very... She's very bubbly. Bubbly and just very high energy. Yeah. She, and, the very, like, the kind of person who's just bouncing off the walls constantly. Yeah. But that's probably because of the caffeine. Yeah. But she's the type that, like, I could only, like, maybe stand, like, maybe, like, a couple hours and I'd be like, you're we're getting vi- on my nerves. We're also kind of introverts, so we're not. That, too. She's a very, like, extrovert. But then again, like, I'm pretty, I can get along with extroverts, but maybe, like, I don't think if I, I could uh, live okay, with Okay, look, one. as long as she's not, like, all over us, I think we'd be okay. Uh, I guess. Um... And then next we meet Sarah. She's 24. She's a broadcast journalist from San Diego, California. Uh, She says she was always career focused but had to take a step back and move back home to take care of her dad who has ALS. 
or Lou Gehrig's disease. Uh, and she wants to find in Matt what her parents have because her obviously through because her dad at this point is he's in a wheelchair. He can't talk. He uses a machine to talk. Mm -hmm. And like she wants to find what they have because even despite all this, they're still together and like. Which it's beautiful. You know, yeah. You know, the yeah. highs and the lows. Mm -hmm. So she's looking for something like that in Matt. Hopefully she finds it, I guess. Yeah. You know. Um, we then see more shots of girls getting ready for the night, uh, Matt, and, uh, then we cut to Matt, uh, picking, or not picking out, like, laying out his, like, tuxedo. It's a really James Bond-type uh, tuxedo, and, um, yeah, he's very nervous to meet the women. And then, um, yeah, he pulls up to the Chateau at Nemecolin, which is grand and yeah. it looks breathtaking and stunning and a lot of steps <laughs> a lot of steps <laughs> um and he gets out of the limo and he walks up to chris harrison and the first thing chris says to him is wow you're really tall poor chris harrison he looked so small <laughs> chris harrison he is six so like weak. six one i want to see he's like six foot or six one like he's not short like just imagine like me i'm five three so me standing next to him and look he's a teeny whole tiny. foot and two inches yeah i would just oh god what do you like get the ruler I would, <laughs> I would just i would have to my neck would hurt i'd be like no i can't do this you're gonna have to bend down just do a squat <laughs> jesus uh, okay anyways uh chris comments on how he's uh new to the process and Matt says that, yeah, he's new to it all and that he didn't get his chance to go on The Bachelorette, even though he had intentions to, but that being in the spot he is now, he'll be able to relate to the women. Yeah. He thinks that they'll be able to relate to both being in a new situation. So, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it's a good way to look at it. Yeah. You know? Um, So... I want your thoughts on how this went down, Raquel, because, like, this was really weird, in my opinion. Um, so, like, then we get a shot. So then Chris is like, well, the first limo is pulling up. And then we get a shot of the actual limo starting to pull up. And then we cut back to Matt and Chris, and Matt basically asks Chris if they can talk. Yeah, Matt does, like, a quick timeout and goes, can we, can we talk first? have a quick chat? And then Chris... Like, he really seems like he's off guard, and he, like... Yeah, he went, and he you, asked, don't you don't want to meet the, the ladies yet? Yeah. <laughs> he went, I do, just, he, can we talk He was quick? like, yeah, but basically, all Matt, you know, since this is his first time doing all this, he has some questions that he wants to, like, ask Chris Harrison about. So, uh, they go inside. Uh, Matt says he's never seen so many chandeliers. Hey, Raquel, look. The it's the chandelier. <laughs> um, and yeah, they basically go inside and have a, a nice fireside chat with Papa Chris. Um, well, how did you feel about the conversation, Raquel, that they had? I mean, I thought it was okay. I mean, Matt just wanted to know what he should expect on the first night, which fair. Um, then, of course, they had the conversation of how... He is nervous because he's put so much pressure on himself and he wants to make everybody happy. And so Chris had to basically tell him, like, 
don't worry about everyone else. Just make sure that you're happy. He basically says as long as he comes out with peace, joy, love, and a woman that shares the same things, then he has nothing to worry about. Yeah. Which, good advice. I mean, yeah. I mean, really, that's, like, the thing that, well, obviously, like, it's done filming, but, like, the thing that, like, Matt needs to realize is, like, like, this is your journey. So, like, whoever you fall for, you fall for. Don't care about, like... Whether it's a, you know, this girl's a certain race or like, yeah. you know, she's a certain person. Like, if, if whoever you fall for, you fall for it. Right. And just go with it. Like, yeah. That's the best way to do this. Yeah. Don't don't try to pull a uh, an Ari with a Becca situation because like he picked Becca because he thought she fit best, like in like his life, I guess you could say. And mm. then, but like really, his heart was with the other girl i still don't know her name um uh research department mariella will you look that up for me while she looks that up we'll continue um yeah so they have that chat and then basically he says to matt well it's uh it's time to get it's time to be the bachelor yeah like uh let's go meet the ladies um and um yeah. Oh, oh, hold on. But before we move on, Matt did talk about um, how coming from or, or Chris asks Matt if he had ever been in love. And Matt said that like as a like he thought he had been in love. But as time has gone on, he's kind of sort of realized that he wasn't. And then he talks about how coming from a broken home has affected his relationship with women. And anytime he's gotten super close with a woman to the point where he's like, should I say I love you? Does she want me to say that? Then he starts to feel himself like kind of like backing up because. Yeah, he has trouble being vulnerable. Yeah, because he's been hurt before, which. Yeah. Okay. I can relate to this, honestly. It's like, I, you know, I just relate to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, because it, it just is. It is what it is. You know, mm-hmm. children of divorce. Not fun. Mm hmm. Um, so yeah, so then they go outside after they have this chat Mm -hmm. and, uh, we start to meet the girls out of the limos. Yep. Um, do you want to take a break here? Yeah, we can take a break. All right. Yeah. So we'll take a break here. And, uh, when we come back, we're going to go through, um, all the limo entrances. And we're back. All right, Raquel. Limo entrances. <laughs> mhm. So, it is time. So yeah, so the first limo pulls up and Matt is very nervous by the way. So the first girl out of the limo is Bree. Mhm. She's 24 and a communication manager communications manager, wow, from San Francisco. Um and she comes out, says she's nervous. Uh, Matt says likewise and asks uh, for her name, to which she tells him. Yeah. And then she also asks for his. Yeah. <laughs> which you're just like, but didn't you guys just yell Matt in the limo? <laughs> I mean, it was nice. I liked it. Um, she says she's heard so much about him and that everyone speaks very highly of him and that she is uh, here for the opportunity to get to know him. Yeah, it was a great first basic combo. So... 
Chris Harrison, when he was like introducing the girls, said that he catches her eye or she catches his eye early. What did you feel anything like there immediately? I mean, no. Later on, yes. But in that first meeting, no. Yeah. I mean, she's really pretty. She's gorgeous. Oh, yeah, she's gorgeous. As are a lot of these girls. Yeah. But the conversation was very basic and short and sweet and to the point. Um, what do you think? Mm, no, I'll ask this question at the end. Um, where we'll have our like uh, end of night one thinking like who's going to be a mm-hmm. top four. Um, anyway, so and then next out is uh, a girl named Rachel. She's 24 and she's a graphic designer, a girl after my own heart. <laughs> um, and she's from coming georgia never heard of it it's probably in the back ass middle of nowhere but i also don't know i don't know a lot of a georgia, lot of cities aside from atlanta savannah in other states and athens so <laughs> um uh she walks up to matt and says she's in trouble like she literally goes oh i'm in trouble <laughs> i mean same yeah same same <laughs> uh she says he's a uh, more good looking in person and that she's so nervous, she's shaking. Like you can even see, like she's her hands are shaking. Like oh, I'd... Matt has this weird effect on these women, and mm. I respect it. I, mean, I yeah. respect it. Um, yeah, she says to Matt that he's the reason why she's there, and that she's excited to get to do this for the first time together. Yeah, I liked her. Yeah, she was nice. Yeah, I liked her. Mm-hmm. Um, next out is Sarah, who we met earlier. Um. She says she's excited to call this place home for a few weeks, hopefully, and that for her, it'll be a little hard because she'll be homesick since she'll be away from friends and family, but hopefully in the future, Matt will feel at home with her. Which, that was a cute line. Smooth line at the yeah, end. Yeah, it was cute. He liked it, too. Yeah. It was a cute line. Why is that a thing? This oh, whole, this the whole, girl like, being yeah, home? A girl making, because... I don't so, know. I guess it's like a cliche. No, well, so like for instance, um, no names revealed here, um, but uh, a um, a close friend of mine who was a female, um, had a breakup with mm. a guy that she was dating for a while. That's unfortunate. Yeah, was it though? But you don't need no man's exactly. <laughs> um, and one of his reasons for breaking up with her was because she didn't remind him of home. To which I said, bullshit. <laughs> Why does a girl need to remind sound, you of home? That just sounds like a line. But yeah. okay. I'm like, what the hell is that? I'm not judging, but I'm judging. I just don't. I mean, I'm judging. I judged hard. Girl, I judged hard. But that anywho. Not... I just don't understand why that's a thing. Yeah. Somebody please explain that to me. I don't me know. Maybe, maybe it's just a thing that. People like to say, I don't, I've never heard anyone say I've never it looked at, besides in Bachelor. Yeah. I've never had anyone else say it. Is it only a white it. people thing? No, because, no. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know, whatever. Um. Then there's Anna. Yeah, I was, um, I got Anna lost. gave him a bachelor survival kit which i thought was hella cute yeah it was it had a stress ball had a stress ball and a little, little red, red flag for every time a girl gives him a red flag <laughs> red flag 
<laughs> she said you could just pop them into their hair and i was like oh my god she's a genius she's but she's the girl that we met earlier who was like really high on caffeine yeah but yeah. i i dug her gift it was yeah, cute yeah, 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 yeah. um we meet um did you know that we had two serenas yes I yeah. noticed that on the second watch. Yeah, I noticed that because uh, I remember on the first watch, I was like, oh, wow, we don't have two girls who have the same name for once. Lo and behold, we do. Yeah, on the <laughs> second watch, I caught it. But Yes, yeah, so, uh, so there's Serena C. She's 24, who was a flight attendant from San Francisco. She's the one who, she's the first girl of trip. Oh, you skipped someone. Oh, did I? Who yeah. did I skip? Uh, oh, you're right. Yeah, Kayla, 28. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I I accidentally skipped Kayla. She's twenty eight. How dare you put some respect on her name? Her Literally. words, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Yeah. And that, my friends, is called bringing it full circle. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we meet uh, Kayla. She's twenty eight. Uh, she is a healthcare advocate from Durham, North Carolina. Uh, she basically pulls up in this uh, old redneck um Ford. It's a truck. It's it's a souped up truck basically, mm. manual. Yeah, so she, she drives stick. stick. She a badass. Props. Um, and um, uh, Matt, you know, Matt Matt checks it out, and they kind of they kind of um bond. Bond, yeah, bond on being from North Carolina because yeah. they're both North Carolina kids. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so then we meet Serena C. Yeah. Who. I, I really like Serena C for some reason. Maybe it's because she's the only Asian on the show. I think it's because she made that pun and we were like, I we like her. <laughs> she did. Yeah. She did. And that was the moment that I started liking her was because she made the pun. Also, again, she's she, she's the only, you know. Is she? Yeah, I don't think there's another one. I don't, I can't remember, I honestly. Don't th- I don't think there's another one. Yeah, but anyways, and then next is uh, i don't but serena c is the first one to trip which i called it yeah literally Literally, like two seconds before she tripped (laughs) you're like i called i'm surprised nobody's tripped yet trip (laughs) (laughs) um and then there was alana mm. and she was she's 26 um she brought a little bowl of noodles yeah uh yeah, she brings a bowl of noodles. Uh, she lady. did a whole she lady, in, lady the in the tramp thing. With Matt. Now you can, it's up to you if you want. Okay. To count it as the first kiss. It or counts not. as the first kiss, but it's not. She's not the first girl that Matt James kissed. If you see what I'm saying. Yeah, she initiated it. Yeah, she initiated it. By the way, if you pay real close attention, she eats the whole noodle. Ew, do you mean she pulled the noodle out of his yes, mouth? Yes, Matt actually Ew, lets go of the noodle uh, and she eats the whole thing. <laughs> oh, I'm going to throw up. That's gross. Didn't she say something like she she didn't want to stick her tongue down his throat? Yeah, yet? she did say that she wanted to leave something to the imagination. Oh, she nasty, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I would not. I would have bit off uh, my end of the noodle. She eats the whole <laughs> no, noodle. I would cry. <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe Matt like just kept a straight face. Well, he does say, I don't know what, <laughs> what to say about that. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, next we meet Callie. Uh, she's a hostess from Chicago. Uh, she comes walking up in lingerie. Ooh. Confidence, girl. <laughs> and, 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 well. At least she's wearing a robe. Like girl <laughs> confidence. Um, she's also wheeling like a, a like 
a, a rack? Is that she's a, just rolling a, up a little rack? A rack with, with two, dresses. two dresses on them. Um, and basically, she's asking Matt's opinion. Um, she basically has his, has Matt choose she, her yeah, dress, she, which it was a good dress, I guess. It was a nice dress. He he chose correctly. The confidence on this woman, though. I respect it so much. Girl, I could never. I could never. But, but I mean, she had the bod. She had the confidence. She had a killer bod. I, it'd, I'm be, it'd, it'd be wrong if she didn't have the confidence. If she didn't have the confidence, then Actually, it would have been way, awful. But, 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 but then it would be... No, 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 you're right. Yeah, because then if she walked up all shy, like, ooh, then we'd be like, then why? Then why, then why did you do it? Yeah. But because she walked up with confidence, then gave homeboy a hug, like. Uh, Matt, and Matt was like, where do I put my hands? I which don't know respectful, what to do. respectful. <laughs> I um, loved it. It was great. Uh, of course, uh, all the girls were like, oh, my they're gosh. They were like, oh, my God. They were shooketh. No, no. When she walks in, one girl's like, oh, there's a girl naked. Now it's a party. <laughs> She's had some experiences. Yeah, someone, someone's been places. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. She has a killer bod, and she just has great confidence. Like mm-hmm. I, I respect it. Get it, girl. So uh, next out is Abigail, who, of course, you heard us swooning over earlier. Oh God, I love that woman. Love her. Uh, who obviously we we met her earlier. Uh, she tells Matt that she's deaf, so she immediately just gets it out of the way, mm-hmm. and that she'll be reading his lips a lot tonight. But thankfully. He has really beautiful lips, so no complaints. Mm-hmm. Cute. Matt thinks she's gorgeous, by the way. Oh. She's such a babe. She's so sweet. She's so... Mm. I think it's also her personality, Her too. personality is just so friendly. And, like, you just get these vibes of, like, you're so cute. Can we just, oh. can I just get a hug from you, This girl? is what I'm saying. If he breaks her heart, we're going to have problems. <laughs> Then there's a montage of more girls who meet Matt. Nobody really, like, important, I don't think. Um, then we get MJ. <coughs> She's 23 and a hairstylist from Hudson, Ohio, which, by the way, uh, she has fantastic hair. Oh, God. So. I love her hair. Oh, She's yeah. a babe, too. Those curls, duh. Mm, jelly. Uh, they're natural, too, aren't I they? I know. I'm pretty sure they look they natural. natural. If they're not natural, I mean, I mean props, girl, girl, hit me up. Let okay. me know what you're using. Because Because I'm, I'm buying what you sell. Yeah. <laughs> I have naturally curly hair, but hers were like on point. Hers were just great. Uh, she rolls up in a pizza delivery car. <laughs> and she gets out of the car, walks around the car to the passenger side to open the door to grab the pizza. <laughs> And this bitch forgot to unlock the doors. <laughs> and she goes, oh, shit. She goes, oh, shit. She handles it perfectly, though. Well, she laughs at herself. She laughs it's at so herself. Cute. It was great. And then she says something like, this might be cheesy. Yeah, this might be But the way cheesy. to a man's heart is through his stomach. Yeah. Which, we never got fair. to see. We never got to see the pizza, so we don't know if it was actually a cheese pizza, because then that would have been 10 well, times better. listen, carbs. Matt James, you don't get abs like that by eating carbs. Bro. I'm sure he eats carbs every once in a while. He could have at least looked at the pizza. No, that would have immediately got rid of one ab. <laughs> <laughs> just, just one. God, deleted. Just one. Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we meet Katie, who's 29. <laughs> who, of course, we saw in the very beginning. in the very beginning of the uh, episode. She's a bank marketing manager from Renton, Washington. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we see the same entrance as we did in the cold open. Yeah, we just see the dildo again. Um, and she goes inside where the other women like ask her like, "Oh, what are you hiding behind your back?" And then she pulls it out again, and she uh, she just leaves it, it on the she table. She puts it on the table. She's and then they ask her, "Oh, have you named it?" And she says, "No, I haven't named it. You know, what we're gonna call it MJ." MJ. Poor MJ. She's like, <laughs> and she's oh no! And there like, no, no, please. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she says that's her name. But then she was like, honestly, it's an iconic name, so it deserves to have it. <laughs> yeah. Well played, she was a good MJ. Sport. Well played, MJ. Yeah. Of course, the reason why she's calling, why Katie's calling the the vibrator dildo, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah. MJ is for Matt, Matt James. James. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So then it's a montage of girls meeting Matt again. Nobody really important in that montage, yeah. in my opinion. And then we meet Kit, who's 21 from New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a fashion entrepreneur. And, of course, fun fact, she's a daughter of a famous designer. Um, I don't remember the designer's name anymore. Cynthia Rowley. Cynthia Rowley. Thank you, to, uh, Research Department Mariela. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and she pulls up in a nice Bentley, which, you know, rich white people. <laughs> I mean. Because Bennett also pulled up in a in a Bentley uh, on, ta- on Tasha's season, last season. Oh, for a second I was like, who's I'm sorry, Bennett? Not, not, not on, well, he pulled up for Claire, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I mean. Rich white folks. To me, I was just like, oh. Did you know she wasn't driving it? Well, yeah, because she came out of the passenger side. Yeah. <laughs> At first, I thought she was driving it, yeah. and then I, and then on second viewing, I, I saw her in the passenger seat. I was like, "Well, that's fucking stupid." No, she just came. She said that everyone else took the limo, so she decided to, or she, she doesn't like the ride share. Yeah, it was giving her ride share vibes. So like, she ordered her own car. Then she went in and was like, "I pulled all the stops." I'm like, "Girl, all you did was bring a car. <laughs> oh, like a nice, like I'll give it to her. It was a nice looking car, look, but I'm, not, I wouldn't have been like, oh my okay, god." Listen, my, my thing is, she's 21. What the hell are you doing on this show? I mean. I guess we'll have to see what her emotional <laughs> maturity is we like. We already we got go a on. taste of it. It's yeah. not great. Yeah, but um, we'll see. And then the moment has arrived, Raquel. Your favorite person? No, not mine. Yes, yours. Yours. You mean Mariela's favorite person. <gasps> and she can defend herself because she doesn't have a <laughs> microphone. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, it's Mariela's it's favorite. It's Mariela's favorite person. So, uh, Victoria, if you're listening, if you're listening, no. you have a fan. She loves you. She'd love to be in your court. She'd love to be your jester. She. Oh, I was gonna say your lady in waiting, but that's fine. That too. <laughs> so next we get Victoria, whose occupation is queen. Being a quote it just unquote. Says queen. I, I don't know if you guys can feel this through the you know through your speakers, but I'm doing really hard air quotes. Queen. <laughs> queen. She's, she's 27. Yeah, she's 27 from LA, and she's carried by four production staff on a throne. Which let's be let's be real, they were probably interns. They were definitely not paid enough yeah. to do this. You know, inside their heads, they were like, "I better get at least free lunch for this." <laughs> oh, look at the ad catering on night. <laughs> um, she gives so they like set her down which mm-hmm. they did gracefully by the way yeah they did that great yeah good job interns i mean because me personally i think i would have actually oh, i would have dropped bit. her I like oh shit <laughs> i would have dropped her 
Also, my arm strength is not 100% there, so. I mean, fair. Um, and she, like, walks up to Matt, and she gives Matt a crown and says, she's looking for a king with a good heart and that it's him. Right. And Which then, it would have been cute if it would have stopped there, but unfortunately it did not. And then, so she walks away. And then there's this, like, weird, so, like, you walk up the steps of the chateau, and then you have to walk down some steps, and, and then up some steps really, again. Really quick. I called it. Continue. Yeah, and Raquel called it, because literally with, like, three seconds prior, she was like, man, I'm surprised nobody else has slipped yet. Next thing you know it, she the falls, queen has fallen. She falls down the steps to the point where Matt goes, oh, shit. That's like, you oh, okay? shit, you okay? She's like, I'm fine. I'm good. She, she handles it gracefully. And uh, she walks in, and she was like, the queen is the here. The queen is here, bitches, or some shit like that. I'm just like, oh yeah, you're gonna make a lot of friends walking in like that. Yeah. And of course, with she a bunch it. of alpha females around. But... And Kit is not a fan. Of course not. She's not a fan. They're definitely gonna. They're definitely gonna be butting heads the whole time Victoria is there. Yeah. And I, I'm uh, two on one. You think? You think it'll eventually become a two on one? Maybe. I think one of them is gonna end up becoming the villain of the season no it's definitely victoria she's gonna become the villain at least the early villain right and then we'll see what happens with kit i mean kit is definitely very she thinks very highly of herself as which i mean do you and that's all it is that's all there is for limo entrances um yeah we did skip the goat feet girl i wasn't going to include her because honestly all she did was put on goat feet it would have been a whole d- different thing if Bad she decision. wore it, a whole goat outfit. Her 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 reasoning was was not did not make sense. She was like, "I think you're the goat already, I, and I hope you think me as the goat too." And then shows she she has goat feet. I'm just like, what? what, what? It's I guess it's something that the kids Basically, say nowadays. I guess what we're saying it. So <laughs> Mariela, is it true? You're one of those those hip kids. You're one of those Gen the, Z people out there in who those are ruining streets. this country. <laughs> <laughs> debatable you tiktok generation fucks uh, i have to say i I'm partake kidding. in tiktok listen i love tiktok too it's a very fun i don't actually do tiktoks but i like seeing what people no. do on oh there. i did drive by the other day a neighborhood parking lot and i saw four teenage girls just we're getting filming really a TikTok, off topic here well, doing that that exact dance that exact well, one you know our neighbor our, our neighbor during a snow day, we saw them making TikToks too. But yeah. besides the point, we're getting yeah. off topic. Yeah. Um. So what did you? Th- okay, we've seen multiple seasons of The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. We've seen multiple limo entrances. Mm-hmm. How do you think this one fared? I mean, basic. I don't even think it was basic. I think it was very below average. I don't think there was anything extremely special. That's what I'm saying. There was no costume really yeah we didn't get it the only costume we got was the girl who the had goat, goat feet. feet and then that maybe really i guess and then victoria coming in on a throne but that really wasn't a costume but i guess what we're saying is there wasn't anything like huge and grand like somebody no. being brought like um i don't remember which season it was but there was like the girl who was like who would play cinderella and like they actually <gasps> that was so cute they brought in was like that... the carriage was that nick by all no i think that was, or was um that ben no, 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 no. I actually think that was Colton. No, no. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Colton. Um, but or... Um, there was also the guy that popped out of a box in Hannah's season because he was the box king. From Chicago, and they thought he was going to be the next grocery store Joe. <laughs> Bad call. Yeah. Um, or... Mm, 
What's another good one? I don't know. That's really all I can think of at the moment. Oh, or just like there head. was no girls who came out in costumes, or there or there wasn't like on Becca season the dude that showed up in the chicken costume, David. Mm. Or on Nick's season, the girl who was It's Colton. It was Colton season. Called Colton. It. Nice way to go. Air high five. Yeah. <laughs> or um or on Nick Vial season. Nick Vial was the girl who loved dolphins, thought she was wearing a dolphin costume, but it turns out it was just a left shark costume. Oh, she did her best. <laughs> and she went for a swim and started doing the eh thing like a dolphin. Ooh. But um yeah, basic for me these limo entrances weren't that great. Yeah, I mean they were I mean probably because they couldn't do very much considering I guess they couldn't really get a lot. Maybe. I guess. Who knows? I don't know. Well, let's take a break here, Raquel. And when we come back, then we can go into the rest of night one. Sounds good to me. So we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. And now we're going to go into the rest of night one. So after, what the hell is so funny? (laughs) I don't know. I'm so tired. Is there something on my face? Happy Friday, everybody. My mom called me dumb today. (laughs) (laughs) And I 100% supported it. Fuck you. (laughs) Anyways, okay, we're off topic. But anyways, um, so let me get into the rest of night one. Um, Matt has just met all his 32 women, by the way. It wasn't 30. It was 32. Yeah. Which they also said that they had a record-breaking amount of... And, of course, we see in the season preview he's going to meet more, which I think is kind of ridiculous in my opinion, but I respect it. Well, I think we'll get into that at the end. Yeah. Um, But anyways, so... So now that he's met all the women, it's time to get inside and get the cocktail party started. I love a good cocktail party. I've... I don't think I've ever been to one. I've been to one. I was in a nice dress, too. Oh, was yep. it sparkly? It was very sequenced. Am I a pretty girl? <laughs> it was French sequenced. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's the best kind of sequence. Yeah. Thank you, Wonderland. <laughs> it goes, is that good? <laughs> well, I love how, much, the... <laughs> how much do you know about sequence? Not a lot. Well, then it's great. <laughs> anyway. So um, Matt comes in and, um, of course, he gets he grabs a drink, and then he says, "Before we start, um, oh, I would wait, like to but just." But before he walks in, um, Katie is that her name? The chick with the dildo. I think so. Remind me again. Yeah, Katie. Yes, Katie. Uh, she does a toast by tapping the dildo on a glass. Oh yeah. But no one cares. So- <laughs> <laughs> she needed to stop. It, it got ridiculous at a point. But, anyways, but Matt comes in and he decides to do a quick prayer, um, which I guess no other bachelor or bachelorette has ever done. Yeah, so um, a, a thing that they had been hyping up for night one um, in terms of um, on batch on other bachelor podcasts uh the like executive producer robert mills um he went on a couple shows and said that matt james does something night one that no bachelor had ever done before and 
I guess it was this. It was that yeah, he it was said the prayer. a prayer, which which the girls were shooketh when yeah, he did but it. Again, um, we've we've talked about this before, but like, how, how did you feel about the prayer? I didn't mind it. Apparently, everyone else did, but I didn't. Some people minded it. Some other people were just like, it's whatever. I mean, I didn't mind it because it did seem genuine. Because he does talk about how he... Because li- before he said the prayer, he did say that he likes to pray to calm his nerves. Which fair. Yeah. And the way that it ca- his prayer came off was very genuine. It wasn't like he was just doing it for show. Um, plus, he didn't ask the other girls to pray with him. He just said that he was going to say a prayer. And that... He didn't... Did, uh, did he say at one point, bow your heads? I don't remember. That I can't remember. But the girls did bow their heads in... R- out of respect mm-hmm. which is fine because i feel like no if someone came in there and if they were muslim jewish christian whatever religion and they said can i say a quick prayer out of respect you should bow your head and allow them to have that moment mm-hmm. especially if this is a guy that you're planning to date like it should be an okay thing for them to do it and for you to be respectful of it. Yeah. That was my thought. Yeah. I know some people had an issue with it because they were just more of the mindset of like, don't force your religion onto other people. But to me, it's just like, I mean. I don't think it came off as he was yeah, forcing but, religion. Yeah. And like, I, I guess I can kind of see your point of view. But like, to me, it's just like, listen, every person in that room, you know, they have their own free will. They don't have to do it. Yeah. And. You know, and he wasn't the the telling day, them you either do this or get out. Yeah, you know, and like to me, it's just like it. Who you know, if it, it, it ain't it ain't really hurting anyone, is it? Yeah, like I don't think it, it was. And I mean, if because it is a part of his life, and these pe- these girls are trying to date him, they have to. They kind of have to know that of this about him. Yeah. If it if they're not because, okay with it, then they're more than welcome to not date him. And we saw that that. At least we saw in the Bachelorette season that was the issue that came up between Tasha and Ivan was the issue of religion. Yeah. Um. And that's again that's something that should have been discussed earlier. Why did it mm-hmm. get the, as far as the fantasy right. suite dates for them to then be like, oh, oh, we don't, we don't, we're not, we're not compatible faith. in faith. Yeah. So it's like this kind of sets the precedent for Matt. Like, okay, this is who I am. Th- this is where I am faith wise. Yeah. If you're not with it, if you're not comfortable with it, yeah, then maybe this, this might be this the time be... for you to let me know. Yeah. Yeah. So like for me, I have no issue with it. Yeah, I agree. You know? So. To yeah. all those that are making a big hoopla, I see your position, mm-hmm. but I think you guys are making a big deal out of something that's not that serious. It'd be one thing if he was like, you have to bow your head. or You have to say this prayer yeah. with me. You have to be Christian. You have. To. He isn't saying that. He's not that. saying that. Yeah. He just, he, he he's practicing his own. His faith. Yeah, his yeah. own faith. But, Which I would encourage anybody else who had a different faith to do. Hey. If they were the lead. This is a country where uh, freedom of religion. Exactly. So do do you. Yep. Okay. So um, he finishes the prayer. Of course, all the girls are shooketh. A couple of them almost cry. Rachel does cry. Yes. Yeah, Rachel legit tears up and goes, I need a minute. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I need a minute. Um, it was just so... The bar is low, isn't yeah, it? I mean... <laughs> What is the, what but I, I do have to the say the bars in hell. But I mean, <laughs> like I do have to say that when he did start praying, Mariela and I both like kind of went, "Uh." Oh. Yeah, I was like, well, is, "Is this happening?" Like, uh, 
then we both realize we can't settle for anything less. <laughs> well, listen, Mariela already knows she can only bring a Matt James, a Tyler C, or a Mike Johnson home. Anything less is not good enough. Yeah, it's not, unfortunately. Well, no, not unfortunately. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um. So Sarah pulls him aside for the first conversation of the night. Mm-hmm. Um. They have a nice little chat. Mm-hmm. Nothing too exciting. Does she? I r- refresh my memory on this one. Does she mention her dad at all during this time? I don't believe so. I don't think she does. Hmm. I think she's gonna wait on that, which I get. I think she Ooh, should wait I on think it that's until more of a like one on one. That's what I was gonna say, like a one on one. You know, because when they had the dinner date, then they tell their sob story, which yeah. her story is actually very yeah sad and, and like more power to her and her family. You know, but like I believe it was just a very basic conversation. Um, yeah. Oh well. Also, around this time, we see like a montage of Matt, like, and he's saying like, at first, I felt like I was being very robotic, and you can even see it, like the way he's talking, like he's talking very robotic. Mm-hmm. He's very nervous and tense, which apparently that's just who Matt James is. He's apparently not like a very, com- you know, for as attractive and good looking as he is, and like you would think he like exudes confidence like all the live long day. He's actually a very shy and timid person. Apparently, he seems very humble. Like, he doesn't take himself too seriously. I love that. But he isn't, like... <laughs> it's just, like, what Abigail said. He seems he's grounded. Ve- he's very grounded. He's very down to earth, which I like. He isn't letting the whole, like, everyone going crazy about him get to him and give him, like, a big head. But, again, it seems like the theme of the season is going to be not being perfect and just being yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that seems to be what he says in most of his conversations is that he, he's not looking for perfect. Um, cause perfect is boring kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Yeah. So then, um, Rachel talks about, um, Rachel gets with him and they start having a conversation mm-hmm. and then she opens up to him about also having a hard time being vulnerable mm-hmm. and they have that connection. Um, to the point where Matt says, we'll work on it. Like, we'll work on it together, which is super cute. And I dig it. Yeah, let's work on our toxic traits together. Yeah. Let's improve together. Let's be which toxic, I mean, less toxic together. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so he does really like that she's trying. And he does say that um, she is doing exactly what he asked He's of definitely... He, he, she, she's definitely a person that he's very interested in. Right. Um, Not only I, that, she's a babe. And really quick, like, I'm only doing highlights. He had a lot of conversations, and most of them were very boring and basic. Yeah. So I'm just hitting highlights. Um, He does have a conversation with um, Mari, who is from Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. And she is gorgeous gorgeous and isn't her name full name actually mariela girl that's a great name yeah and she gives him like a flight ticket like a boarding pass and on it it says a boarding pass to your heart (laughs) which cute (sighs) cheesy as fuck but then of course on the back of the boarding pass because she's from puerto rico she did add some facts about puerto rico oh did she i actually missed this yeah he she put like little facts about Puerto Rico. And then he does ask her um, 
how her and her family are doing with all the earthquakes, um, hurricanes that have been hitting Puerto Rico. I thought it was her who mentioned that. Stuff. No, no, no. no. He asked. Her. Wow. He Very asked her well about versed. it. Yeah. He asked her about it, and she, of course, said, "Thank you so much for asking." Of course, it's a tough thing for me and my family and she's getting into this deep conversation which should have been given a moment yeah because i was actually very interested in i was interested in learning too because it is super sad what happened to puerto rico like they have been having a rough year so or a rough couple years a rough four Um, years yeah they they've been having it rough where it was like non-stop hurricanes non-stop earthquakes and then no help yeah with no help so the i really wanted to hear what her thoughts were on what her thoughts were on it and how her family was doing mm. like i did want to hear about it but then i don't know why the producers <laughs> allowed this but it was just to cause drama i just feel like they did her an injustice by yeah, doing this i agree but they uh, katie came up which katie is the one with the dildo oh my god came up and while she, maddie's in the middle of this very deep and personal conversation She decides to tap her on the shoulder with said dildo. Which. Natty. Gross. Hella gross. No one knows. No one actually knows if this has been used or not, by the way. No, uh, apparently. I mean, she says it got her through the pandemic. So I'm I'm assuming it's And she later on says it's been cleaned. And I don't care. I know where it's been. I don't care if it's been cleaned. Actually, I don't know where it's been. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Like, that's hella gross plus super disrespectful especially before i didn't realize that Madi was having a really deep conversation in that moment i did i didn't notice it I until did. the second watch so when i realized that she was going into a personal moment i was like wow yeah. they did her dirty they by did doing her dirty that. and not only that, i was like, like now like it makes even more sense as to why Madi was so upset because that's so messed up so gross Plus, didn't but but like, did Muddy bring up like ugh. like don't touch me with that or something like? I remember there was a point where Katie says you know social distancing and she tried to make it like a joke. Oh yeah, it was after Katie had the conversation. Of course, all the girls were talking about how she had touched her with the dildo, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Don't worry, it's been clean." And she was like, "Oh, you know, um, social distancing. Sorry, that's why I just did that." And it was like, "You don't, you no, don't do that. That's still hello gross." But again, like. Why are why is why are you still making this a thing? Like, okay, it was. Oh, by the way, we did skip the part where during the prayer, uh, at the beginning. Oh yeah, the, the, the dildo, dildo was, was on sitting the table. on the table. Matt had a hoot about it. Yeah, Matt t- Matt Matt does find it funny, but like at a certain point, like it's like let, put it away. We got to get serious about this. Like you do understand, you only have a certain amount of time. Like let's go. Like I get what Katie was doing. She's trying to stay memorable, so I get it. But like, but at the it same got time, old. like. She was just that. Just that moment was very disrespectful, and she should have read the room in that moment. She didn't read the room, but she didn't. So, um, so Katie had her conversation. That whole shebang happened. I'm gonna move on to Kit. Kit grabs Matt and um gives him a New York City Uh, snow globe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's very sweet and she only talks to him for like five minutes <laughs> well okay here, but here, here's the thing though honestly kit should actually be like thanking uh victoria for interrupt because victoria comes up and interrupts her yeah and um we'll get to what she says there in a second 
but the conversation was not going well. No. Because, like, Kit said something like, we're both, like, New York City, like, kids or something like that. We're both New... New uh, Yorkers. Oh, uh, no. What, what is the word that she used? Um, We're both... Oh, I can't remember. I don't know. It's something along yeah. the lines that we're both New Yorkers. And Matt's like, oh, I'm not a New Yorker. I just live in New York, but yeah. I'm not a New Yorker. he was Yorker. like, but I guess you can technically count me as a New Yorker. Yeah. Like, oh. But yeah, but it, it, it was not going well. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Victoria actually kind of saved her. But anyways. Yes, but she only talks to him for like five minutes. And then Victoria walks up and goes, um, excuse me, princess. The queen is here, so you need to go. <laughs> was now was that verbatim? No, but it, it, <laughs> but it really. But she did say, "Excuse me, princess." Yeah, the yeah, queen she, is she, here. She did say that. Yeah, and she tells her, you, "It's her turn, basically." Yeah. It's okay. Gets up and goes, "Okay," walks away. But of course, behind the scenes, Kit is, Kit is not happy. Now she kept trying to get this joke. She kept doing this joke. She did it when Victoria first walked in. She did it when when. Like she did it again when she sat down with with the group of girls on the couch, right? Mm-hmm. And then she did it again in the ITM after that, where she's like, "I'm the king, I'm the CEO, I'm the president." And I'm like, if it didn't land the first time, why are you still doing it? I mean, eh, do you, girl? Like, I just don't. <sighs> it was annoying. Yeah. I can tell this feud is going to get on my nerves. Yeah, it's going to be one. It's a very shallow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> very shallow fight. But you know, they're do shallow you? <laughs> women. Yeah, do I'm you? Saying. Well, that's not true because, like, so okay, we'll get into that later. But anyways, uh, go on. Um. So Victoria has her conversation with Matt. Matt, and nothing very special in the conversation. It's a lot of her just whipping her hair. <laughs> being bubbly and, and giggly um honestly it came off very fake to me but maybe i mean not. Do, we, do we just want to give our thoughts on victoria right now i don't like her i think personally. she's very shallow i do not like her but so but like here's my thing is that like so me and mariela we we did some research on her and like she has a story behind her yeah and, like, my thing is, like, if she would tap into that, she'd be a more likable character. She's a... Yeah. She's a... Um, she needs more depth. And that's the thing. Like, she has depth in her story, but it's just, like, it doesn't seem like her as a person yeah. has her, depth. Basically, her first impression is not a great one. No. So I'm hoping it'll improve. Maybe. Hopefully. Also, I think she was just hella drunk that night, too. Maybe, but right now it's not really... It's not working. It, I'm not feeling it. No. But um. so after Victoria's conversation, it shows Kit and two other girls. Amber. Amber, and I don't know who the third girl was. I can't I remember. I don't remember either. But yeah, they're all sitting on a couch and talking. they're all talking. Victoria comes up, sits down with them, and Victoria asks, um, have you guys talked to Matt yet? And Amber says no, that she has not. Mm-hmm. And so Victoria just keeps saying literally 
And she's like, so like, many times. Literally, if I have to say that word one literally, more time, you have to go like talk literally, to literally, 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 literally. Oh my god, I said it. Literally. I'm like, shut the fuck up. And she even calls herself out on it by saying, like, if I say literally one more time, it was like, if you know, then why are you still saying? Well, yeah, that? no. Well, she's like, if I say literally one more time, then you have to go literally. Yeah. Oh my god, I said it. And I'm like, and then know. and then she quickly goes, okay, I need to go get a drink. <laughs> this bitch was drunk. So so she gets up and goes and gets a drink, and then of course the three other. The three girls just start laughing because they don't. Like, what they're the like, what was, was even that? that? So, um, it's and then Victoria goes off to ask another girl, should I, I just want to talk to Matt again? Should I just do it? Should I just go for a second encounter? Obviously, uh, obviously just asking for permission. And obviously, she does decide to do it. Which, of course, pisses a lot of women off because a lot of women didn't get a chance to talk. So, okay, so. He, how do you feel about that whole notion of you all these girls just quarantined for four days or whatever? Yeah. Multiple COVID tests. Yeah. Not only that, they probably they quarantined prior to the show. Mm-hmm. No again, no relationships, nothing like that, right? Yeah. And then you don't and then you get to night one, you and then you don't talk to him the whole night, and then you get sent home. How do you feel about that? I, I feel I so bad for those up. girls. I feel so bad for them. Because I'm like... Because they went through so much. Like, on other seasons, it's kind of like, meh. Meh, you know? Because you, like, you came, you saw, you left. You left. <laughs> but now it's like, you came, you quarantined. You, get, you, you actually you had gave to do up stuff. tests. Like, you had to wait a long time to just even be in the same building as this man. And then you don't even get two seconds to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's and messed like I, up. And, like, I understand. But do you think it could also be a case of there's just too many girls? No, I don't think it's too many girls. I really, I think it's just that the, they're not time management, honestly. Like, I understand that, like, you need to make a TV show and everything. And, right. And I know this is going to cause some drama by letting another girl ha- who clearly was not popular have more time with the lead. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, like, yo, like, these girls did give up a lot to be here. They at least deserve five minutes with the lead. Yeah. And I think there's, like, I guess some sort of, like, um, unspoken, like, sister code that you don't go for seconds unless everyone has had their turn. But, again, the other issue is is that also you don't get to talk to the lead unless the producers give you the go-ahead. Yeah, the producers were being... Yeah, they're being assholes. But I think they also allowed Victoria to go for a second time because the the person that she interrupted the second her second conversation was the goat girl. Mm. So I'm sure that conversation wasn't very exciting. Maybe. So they decided to throw something in that would be exciting. So and all Victoria really did was give him a bracelet. I don't even remember the second. Yeah, he gave... It was... They didn't show the entire conversation. They just showed her giving him a bracelet, and that was it. Yeah. So, um, of course, that made a bunch of girls upset. Mm -hmm. Um, And Victoria now fully thinks that she's getting the first impression rose. Has Chris even brought... At this point, Chris already brought the first impression rose. At this point, he has brought it out. And at this point, we honestly weren't sure who was going to get it because we still no. hadn't had that. So 
every season there's always this like one conversation that like really sticks out because and like even like the music changes and just like everything about the conversation changes like with hannah b it was luke p because he went after her after she had to get rid of that one guy who who had had a girlfriend girlfriend. Um, and that was a cute moment like at that at that point i liked luke p yeah, we were actually kind of were rooting for yeah, because it was a cute moment. And then at literally within the next week, we were like, "Now nah, fuck that guy." Yeah. <laughs> then with Colton, it was Hannah G, and it was because he said that he did. She reminded him of home. Of home. Again, what the hell does that mean? Yeah, it was, and it, but it was a cute conversation. So, uh, it that the conversation just always sticks out, and you can always see the connection in that conversation. Yeah, you can always feel it with um. Yeah. With, uh, who got Peter's first rose? Oh, I completely forgot about that. Nadia, look that up for me. <laughs> who? Was it Matt? Oh, it was, no, it no, was, no, it was Hannah Ann. Yeah, it was Hannah Ann. Ann. Yeah. <laughs> I, non-canonical, guys. <laughs> I, I always thought Peter and Maddie had a better connection. But, I, you know. The, all three of those women dodged a bullet. We're, we, we don't They deserve better. They deserved a lot better. But, anywho, um... But yeah, so like at this point we hadn't had that conversation yet. Yeah, but Victoria one hundred percent thinks. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, I got this." In that the she has bag. it in the bag. It's mine. Yeah, I might as well just grab it right now. Essentially. Yeah, she she, she thinks she's got it. Katie also thinks she has a chance because she thinks she made a memorable moment with the dildo. Yeah, um, um, he has a conversation with, uh, and then it's the it's the next two conversations that you're like, ooh, that could be it, and then it was the second conversation where you're like, no, it's that yeah. one. So the the next conversation is Bree, and they, they have, have a great conversation. A great conversation. Bree opens up to him about being mixed as well. Her mom is Persian, and her father is black, so her mother is white passing. Basically. So she understands that interracial relationship and she also understands the split of of how her parents are no longer together because her parents broke up before she was even born. Yeah. So she understands she's she was able to connect with him on that level Mm -hmm. and they were able to talk about how how they can they would be able to get through an interracial yeah because they both know what it takes yeah kind of, they, they both had yeah, to live they, with they both a, had like an experience like their experiences yeah, with this because they both had a white mother which, basically you know i i will tell you from experience it is something you can really bond on having that type of trauma yeah y- you do bond with somebody who's had that similar experience you guys can yeah. bond very and well i feel like it's easier to talk to someone who has who a similar it. experience yeah so it's easier to talk to them about and unpack things, as Matt likes to say, mm-hmm. unpack things that have happened in the past that could affect the relationship. Because you, you feel like they understand it. Right. So they bonded over that, and they had a great conversation. So now Bree also thinks that she has a chance at the first impression. Which I thought she did. So it's Abigail's turn, and they start talking. Um... Of course, Abigail talks about how she was extremely nervous. Matt says the same thing. Then, of course, Matt brings up how she's deaf and wants to learn a bit more about it. And Abigail is like, oh, my gosh, you remember. And, of course, Matt's like, of uh, but what, course, didn't he bring up uh, her sister? Yeah, that's where I'm heading. So um, she says that her older sister is also deaf. 
mm-hmm. and that basically um, her older sister paved the way that she is kind of following. She's just following in her in her footsteps, mm-hmm. um, and that her older sister is a role model to her because she did see how her older sister was very vocal about being deaf. Mm-hmm. So it gave her the confidence to also be vocal. to also be vocal about it and to be okay with talking about it. Excuse me. Um, so of course they, they had an amazing connection. It was super cute. They were like locking eyes. They were just being hella cute. And Matt actually goes in for this kiss. Yeah. And then Abigail gets the first kiss. Yeah, she gets the first kiss. And, but she, (laughs) she seems so like actually like genuinely like surprised that that happened. Yeah. I feel like she thought that she was going to go kind of like below radar Mm -hmm. the first night, but clearly that didn't happen. Yo, she, Rico, she's freaking gorgeous. She's so pretty. She's so nice, so friendly. She has a wonderful vibe about her. She's just so cute. Yeah. I love her so much. Yeah, Abigail's good people. So then, of course, we see Matt walk walking into the room where the first impression yeah, rose so, is. Yeah, so like he's like, uh, I think he tells her to stay there for a minute. I don't know if they even show. No, they don't show that. They, they just show him, him just walking walk through the lobby. They just show him walking through yeah. the lobby, passing by the girls, and of course the girls are like, "Oh, he's going to grab the first impression rose. He's going to grab." Well, it. Also, a lot of girls are like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, what's happening? What's yeah. happening?" And then he goes, picks up the rose in front of all these girls, and goes, "I'm gonna be right back." He's like, "I'm gonna take this." <laughs> and then of course the girls are like, oh. "And of course the girls that are sitting there like, fuck." And, and then in the lobby, there's Katie and Victoria. Walks right past him. And walks right past him. Of course, Victoria, you can tell, is very upset and very drunk yeah and then katie (laughs) of course she looks sad but she doesn't look as distraught as victoria was Mm -hmm. then we see him walk back into the room where abigail is and he's he he has it hidden though he has it hidden. but of course she knows of course she knows a bitch knows Uh, yeah and so he says he basically says like i do appreciate you being open with me and I have something to ask you. Will you accept this rose? And of course she says yes. And they have a cute little moment and it's so sweet and precious. And oh, I just love it. I love it so much. Yeah, it was. uh, It was a good moment. Yeah. Brie was, I'm sure, was in the running to get the first impression rose. But Abigail just took it she yeah she stole it at the oh no she didn't steal it she didn't steal it but she 100 percent deserved she, it she definitely um she she blew him out yeah, yeah, out yeah, of the water. yeah like yeah. oh like it was the even all of bachelor twitter was like oh my god like who it like <sighs> yeah listen matt if you break this girl's heart we're gonna have problems we're gonna have problems <laughs> they will there will be riots yeah but she will become a, <laughs> like. How can you not make this girl bachelorette if she doesn't win? I would love that so much. I would much. love her as the bachelorette. She's so cute. Oh, and she's so positive. I would just. Mm, mm, mm. Anyways, <laughs> so I now love that woman. So now that the um, first impression, first impression rose, rose is, is gone. Of course, now all the girls, especially the girls who have not spoken to Matt, are freaking out are extremely nervous because now it's pretty much that the night is over yeah essentially after the first impression rose is given out it's basically over yeah the night is basically over now 
Chris Harrison comes in and says it's time for the rose ceremony. So here we go. Okay. The rose ceremony begins. It's going to be a fun time. Everyone's nervous. Is it going to be a fun time? Maybe for a few people. Because at that, okay, so a uh, okay, little behind-the-scenes thing with rose ceremonies, or at least night one rose ceremonies, is they go all night. And then it looked like it was already like 9 a.m. by the time they were done. Oh, yeah. It it looked like it was morning. Like, just they, it was time to have breakfast. There was no point in going to bed at that point. Like, Well, no, I know the for day sure. The started. I know for sure they give them, like, the rest of the day off. Good, because those poor girls. Imagine mm. if they had to immediately start going. No, I would cry. That. Oh, my God. But anyway, so the rose ceremony begins, uh-huh. and Brie gets the first rose, which we all saw coming, because mm. she was, if it wasn't going to be Abigail who got the first impression rose, it was going to be Brie. Yeah. So it was no surprise that she got the first rose, which is crazy that she was the first out of the limo and then the first one to get the rose. Yeah. So, um... Then we, she just keeps calling girls. Um, at, they keep showing shots of girls being nervous, especially they the girls that. who n- didn't even get to speak to him. Yeah. Then they show the two girls who were wearing the same exact dress. Um, but uh, to, speaking to that, uh, Demi, Queen Demi, mm-hmm. deserved Queen Demi. Mm-hmm. She earned her title. Mm-hmm. Um, she um, she came out and said that. Um, what's it called? That bachelor producers do set some girls up to wear the same dress. Oh, that's messed up. Well, it's a good thing it didn't cause any drama because no. they made a joke out of it during the rose ceremony. Because he they? said, because he called, um, because it was, um, it was Elena and Anna who had the same dress, and he calls Elena first. Uh-huh. But then, of course, they make a joke like, which one? Because they were wearing <laughs> the same dress. So they just made a joke out of it. Well so played. They, because, didn't, they didn't fall into the trap. Yeah, because most, you, you know, there's some, we've seen some seasons where they're like, oh, that is wearing the same dress. Her. Yeah. Bullshit. It's, yeah. Um, but it. But then Anna gets a rose later on as well. Yep. Um, then it's down to the final rose. Mm-hmm. And it goes to Victoria. Yeah. Who, who who among us did not see that coming? We, like, that was definitely a production choice. It was definitely production's choice because they need to make a TV show. So they're yeah. going to keep a controversial person until such, such said time. Yeah. Production knew what they were doing. So. um, And that's, and then, um, so then the girls who got eliminated leave. Um, they only showed three of the girls out of the eight that got eliminated. Mm. Um, the big the, shocking one, of course, was Alicia. Yeah, the ballerina from New York, because I feel like her and Matt were very compatible. And Alicia, Alicia didn't even get to talk to him. Yeah, they didn't even. Ha- they nuts. didn't get to have a conversation. And she had a full package at the beginning. Yeah. I thought she was going to go far. I thought so too. I liked her a lot. I again, like I said, I think that I think that this was a real big miss by the bachelor producers to not let her go talk. Yeah. To Matt because I do really believe that they would have been very compatible yeah. with each other. I think so too. It was a definitely big miss, but hey, we'll probably see her in paradise and yeah. maybe she'll get a redemption story. And then I think it was Carolyn mm-hmm. who um had some 
words of advice to him just saying like follow your heart it's going to be great and then just the other girls pretty much just said bye always nice when they um you know yeah so um alicia clearly was not happy that she got eliminated on the first night because she was like i didn't even get to talk to him and i think that's what hurts the most is that he didn't get a even he didn't get a chance to even know me, know me yeah before sending me home so she didn't like she wasn't a fan of that then amber was also eliminated which amber was the one with a very nice dress and i loved her dress she was the one um that was being heckled by victoria yeah and she's also a single mom yeah 13 year old son yeah um hope you find better yeah and then carolyn who i just said um then there was cassandra corinne um imani Mm -hmm. kimberly and Sine, I want. I'm so sorry if I mispronounce any of the names, but I'm pretty sure it's Sine. Mm-hmm. So all eight have gone home on the first night. So yeah. So who are your favorites slash top four? Um. So mine are obviously Abigail. Um, I hope Homegirl goes far. Um, Brie, and so yeah, I got Abigail, Brie, Sarah, and uh, Rachel. Mm. Those are my top four as of this moment. Mm. I have only three girls, mm-hmm. which are Abigail, Brie, and Sarah. I cannot choose a fourth right now. Maybe next week I'll be able to choose a fourth, but right now I can only decide on those three. My favorites are definitely Abigail, Maggie, and Bree, mm-hmm. but I unfortunately don't think Maggie's going to make it to the final four. No, I think Maggie's definitely going to go But I'm also before. getting a little bit nervous about Abigail because I noticed during the previews is that we don't see her very much. Mm, okay, but in my opinion, it could also be they're just hiding her. Yeah. Because, Which is what I'm hoping. Because they do. But that, I am going be, to because think about it with, with Colton. With Colton, we didn't see Cassie that much in the preview, and then same thing with like Peter. We didn't see Maddie too much. In fact, Maddie actually disappeared halfway, like for the whole middle of the season. That was because there was so much drama. So, like to me, it's just you know her not being in the preview doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I, I you know, the hope is is that she goes far, and that. You know, if she does go home, at least it's going to be far enough to where she can possibly become the bachelorette. Um, I mean, how could you not give it to this girl? Yeah. Um, but you know, but obviously we're rooting for her to, you know, to to win. But mm-hmm. if she doesn't, the hope will be that she becomes bachelorette. Um, because honestly, I don't really see anybody else from this season really being. She 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 makes the most perfect sense, which is also my my wonders. Are they giving her a bachelorette edit already? I guess we'll find out. Because we'll we'll just have to watch the season. But but yeah, yeah. So, so that okay. was episode one. Um, Raquel, so your overall thoughts? Um, I mean, it was a good first episode. I do want to touch on with the preview. So clearly more oh. girls are coming. Um, we're yes. going to have the watch out for this girl moment. Uh, I guess one of the girls who are coming in. Either coming in or maybe he's already, already there. there. I couldn't tell Either who it way. was. Um, 
basically said that they were getting DMs to watch out for one of the girls. Mm. Then we get the sugar baby moment, which, which we'll have a conversation about that when we come to it. It happens. Um, then Heather shows up. Ugh. Why the hell is she there? I d- I didn't like Heather in Colton season. I highly doubt I would like Heather in this season. My my thinking is she's not going to really be there that long. We'll see. I hope she's only there for one episode and then she's She'll out. probably be there for maybe like at three at max. I don't know. I hope that she's had more than one kiss, though. I really hope that Colton's not her only kiss because <laughs> then I'm going to cry. Look at all the green but- <laughs> yeah, oh god um then they show like a quick little snippet of how katie might be the villain which katie's the one with the do- dildo mm. i imagine um, she was probably she definitely has mischievous energy yeah so we'll see how that goes um and then of course they show matt not being okay and crying with chris and that he needs some time but they do show matt with an engagement ring which means he does choose somebody not necessarily, because remember they showed Colton with one too. No, with him they showed him with just a box. Okay, this one fair. they actually showed the ring. Well, hopefully that means he's uh, so he gets engaged. I hope I hope it all works out for him. Yeah, I think it does. I mean, I th- I'm glad that this first episode was not riddled with drama, drama, like and. Less- bachelor season oh my gosh like i'm just glad that it was just some nice there was a lot of crying (laughs) in this preview though so my fear is listen they went back young this season there's a lot of 24 year olds on the season Mm -hmm. we already saw how that went with the last group of girls yeah it was not great whereas the reason why it felt like this season of the this past season the bachelorette was great was because a lot of them were older Uh, well a lot of you know the guys were older and then also Tasha and both well Claire was very chaotic but at the same time she didn't know what she wanted per yeah. se it wasn't very flip floppy the way Peter has it was and still is mm-hmm. um but like yeah like to me it's just like my fear is we're back to a younger season and are the are a lot of these girls like emotionally mature enough for something like this yeah i mean so far only a few of them have showed their immaturity like why is kit on she's 21 why are you here there's no way you're ready for this yeah and um is she gonna be the mckenna of the season well i guess we'll find (laughs) out i I could not find my goddamn voice shut up (laughs) anyway let's end it but yeah so um a lot of great things coming up i guess it'll be an interesting season um but uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna end it here um raquel i hate you yes queen (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so um yeah we'll uh we'll catch you guys on the next episode next week we have no plan like schedule planning so these episodes are going to come out when they come out but uh, hopefully, because we ain't doing this for anybody but ourselves. Evidently, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So um, we'll catch you guys in the next one then. Bye. 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 Bye.